Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Time slash reading. The part of the episode, I will present scriptures, and from the scriptures that I present, hopefully you will get some sense of the time in which we are now living. Uh, So let's get started with it. The Gentiles, I wrote this, they have sinned, they are in contravention of the law of God. the law of God. The first scripture I want to present is when it comes from James 4, verse 13, which says, For he shall have judgment without mercy, that hath showed no mercy. Exodus 23, verse 21. Beware of him, and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not part your possessions, for my name is in him. But this is the important part in that verse. Beware of him. Talking about the Lord. Beware of the Lord and obey his voice. Provoke him not for he will not pardon your transgressions. How often have preachers, uh, faith preachers, they call themselves, how often have they stood up or sat and said, all you got to do is pray this prayer, or if you sin, ask God for forgiveness, and he will forgive you. I've heard that many times, many times. But this verse is contrary to that which I've heard coming from the faith preachers. Let me read it again. And it is Exodus twenty-three twenty-one. Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not for he will not pardon your transgressions. The Bible says sin is the transgression of the law. Sin is the transgression of the law. That's what the book says. And it says here, 
he will not pardon your transgressions. Who should I believe? The faith preachers who have been found liars. They have been found liars. The Bible asks the question, who is a liar? Well, in short, the faith preachers, you know, those who preach Jesus and Jesus is Lord and Jesus is coming back and he will forgive you and, you know, you know that, 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 that faith, that teaching. Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not. What can provoke the Lord? We have this statement here that says, obey his voice. I would think if one does not, or if a nation does not obey his voice, that that's a provocation. God is provoked. That nation, or those nations, have refused to obey his voice. Now, bring you up to date. I've been talking about and showing you scriptures wherein the Gentiles confess to transgressing, they confess to the, to iniquity, doing iniquity. They confess to rebelling against the Lord, the very one we are talking about here now. Obey his voice. Beware of him. Provoke him not. But, yeah, the Gentiles have made, made some professions in the King James Bible. It's recorded. It's in the book. they acknowledge their transgressions, saying they have sinned, they have rebelled against the Lord, they have rebelled against the word of the Lord. But again, here I see, beware of him and obey his voice, his word. So the Gentiles, and if you've been following the episodes, are not in a good place. They decided to rebel against God. They rebel against God. They cons- the Gentiles conspired together to invade the land of God, the people of God, the black people, uh, the Israelites. They invaded them, the land, murdered, killed many of the uh, black people and Israelites. Israelites, they did not kill or murder. They cast into captivity, seemingly a perpetual captivity in the nations of the Gentiles, where we find the Israelites today. Where? In the nations of the Gentiles. Still in the the nations of those who conquered them. Prisoners. Detained. still in the land of their enemies, being held in the land of their enemies. There's a lot in that statement. Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not. Well, the people I'm talking about have done that. As I said, they confess their sins in the King James Bible. Their confessions a matter of 
record and uh, provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions. Now, that statement is still in the book. Imagine a faith preacher standing up or sitting telling his people, you know, the Lord is not going to pardon your transgressions. <laughs> no, it's in the book. He will not pardon your transgressions. If a nation sins against the Lord, the Lord is not going to pardon that. There's another statement that says, he will not acquit the wicked. Mm. So much is in the book. So much is in the book. Next statement, Romans 1 verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. The righteousness of God, we can say, is revealed in the book, the King James Bible. The righteousness of God is revealed in Lawmaster Archive. God is revealed in Lawmaster Archive. His righteousness is revealed in Lawmaster Archive. Then in Romans 1, it says, for God has showed it to them. I've shown the people many things. And those many things are in Lawmaster Archive. Will also be in Lawmaster Archive. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. Romans 1 verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Mm. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. It's revealed. Unrighteous. It's unrighteous for the Gentiles to hold uh, the Israelites of today in in captivity. The Gentiles in America uh, behave unrighteously in their treatment uh, to the Israelites. To hold the people in captivity and to do as the Gentiles have done and are doing presently to Israelites is barbaric. It is barbaric. Ungodly, barbaric, unrighteous. It is barbaric. I hope I'm saying that word right. Okay? It's barbaric. It's barbarism. And no one says anything about it. No one says anything about it. The big elephant in the room. No one says anything. Yet, the people see what's going on in their treatment of the Israelites. It's a very bad place for the Israelites to be. They are treated so badly. Unrightly, unjustly. 
the Israelites holding the the the, the uh, Gentiles holding the Israelites in their nations, the nations of the Gentiles. Barbaric. These people have not done anything to them, good or bad. Barbaric. And no one says anything. I've said before on this program, in America, the Israelites are treated like they do not even exist. Like they don't even exist They are not protected by the law They are not even called by their name They are not represented in the Congress When the last time you heard Congress Speak something with regard to uh, The Israelites Present day Israelites It's as though they don't exist in so many different ways. Bad. Okay. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. Okay. Uh, Then we have Galatians 3, verse 22. The scripture has concluded all under sin. Scripture has concluded all under sin. Keep reading Romans 6, 23. For all have sin. That's a conclusion. That's a conclusion spoken of in Galatians 3.22. The scripture has concluded all under sin. Then you go to Romans and you Romans 6.23 and you see, for all have sin. That's a conclusion. Let us hear the conclusion of the matter, the whole matter. All have sin. Then there is Matthew 7, verse Matthew 7, verse 2, which says, Ye shall be judged. The scripture has concluded all under sin. All have sinned. Ye shall be judged. Who is talking to? It's talking to the sinners, those who have sinned. Those who are under sin, Galatians 3.22 says, the scripture has concluded all under sin. All have sinned, ye shall be judged. Uh, Romans 3 verse 9, we have proved both Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. That word all appears again. It appeared in Romans 6.23. For all have sinned. Then it appears here, uh, we have proved both Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. Listen, I still teach this. Jews are Gentiles. Okay? The Jews over there in the Middle East, they're Gentiles. Jews are Gentiles. Jews and Gentiles are the same. All right. They are the same. And they are under the same judgment. But they're the same. That that's my point. That's what I want to make clear. That Jews and Gentiles are the same. Okay? Now Romans three verse twenty nine. Is he talking about God? Is he the God of the Jews only? 
is he not also of the Gentiles? Then it, it gives his answer immediately. Yes, of the Gentiles also, which is to say, yes, he is the God of the Gentiles also. Now we know that that uh, God is the God of the Israelites. God is an, Isra- is an Israelite. Okay? God himself is an Israelite. The Israelites are his people. But then there's the statement I presented. Psalm 24, verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. That backs up the statement saying that God is the God of the Gentiles also. God is overall. There's a statement that says that. God is overall. A God overall. Okay. <clears throat> Next, we move on. Jeremiah 50, verse 31. Behold, I am against thee, before I go go on. The scriptures have called out the Gentiles. You've heard me talking about Gentiles in preceding uh, episodes. The scripture calls them out. Yes. Sin. All have sinned. They all have sinned. And remember, I spoke about uh, they say they are not under the law, but under grace. Being under grace with God is a bad place to be. The people are supposed to be under the law of God. That's God's will. Remember the statement, beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions, your sins your iniquities. Okay? Now, I am against thee, O thou most proud, saith the Lord God of hosts. Wow. And we have by name those to whom this is being spoken. Gentiles, they have been called out by the scriptures, by God. Uh, And this is Jeremiah 50, verse 31. The whole I am against thee, O thou most proud, saith the Lord God of hosts, for thy day is come, the time that I will visit thee. Remember the title of this episode, Time Slash Reading? Well, this is the time. Thy day is come, the time that I will visit thee. Wow. It's not a good time that it's talking about. It's not a good time. Remember the statement, the wrath of God is revealed? The wrath of God when he visits. He visits in in wrath. Okay. Go 7, verse 12. The time is come. Wrath 
is upon all the multitude thereof. Wow. The time has come. That word time again. Let me read it again. The time has come. Wrath is upon all the multitude thereof. Matthew uh, 7, verse 12. No. Uh, Matthew 24, verse 21. Then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the world, since the beginning of the world. Great tribulation. God visits in his wrath. Wow. The wrath of God is revealed against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. The wrath of God is against sin. And it's against the sinner, the sinner who does the sin. Then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world. Romans ten six. Uh, there should be time no longer. God has been calling for a long time. Hear me. Hear my voice. Hear my son. Obey my word. Return to me. Let my people go. Sin not. Keep my commandments. Wow. He's been pleading. He's been calling for a long time. Says the time has come. When God visits. Mm. So. There should be time no longer. And First Peter 4 verse 17. The time has come. That word time, I know three times at the end of this in here. The time has come. When God visits. That's the time. When God visits. And then we have this, James 4, verse 4. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy to heaviness. The sinners laugh at God. They laugh at God. The book says, thy sin will sign you out. Beware, your sin will sign you out. These are to the Gentiles. Okay? It seems like I could hear them laughing at God. Laughing at God, mocking God. God is a God of love. I meant perverting the scriptures, teaching lies, just loving to lie, the Bible says. They love to lie. And that's all you get from them. The faith teaching, faith preachers, whatever. Christian preachers. Lies, that's all you get from them. The Bible has said, your faith is vain. The faith of the Gentiles is a vain faith. That faith concerning Jesus as Lord, a vain faith. 
Okay. So that last statement I read tells what the Gentiles should be doing. What they should be doing. As a starter, as a starter. Okay, that's fine. From those scriptures, you get the sense of what is going on now. You do. Let's read. I pick up uh, on page 24 of my book, The Son of God Was Here With Me on Earth, 24 now. Uh, Okay, here we go. The Bible speaks clearly. It speaks clearly. But don't forget that the book says, beware of him. Provoke him not. Uh, Obey his voice. The Gentiles have said, no, we are not going to do those things. We will continue to provoke him. We will not obey his voice. We will not beware of him. Matter of fact, we are not concerned with him at all. That's what they say. Their actions say that. Okay? Now, let's get to reading. Page 24 of my book, The Son of God Was Here With Me On Earth. In the beginning was the word. There were predictions and promises. There was a call to come and help. There was a mysterious no man who has been identified. There was an inscri- there was an inscription which said to the unknown God. All of that is in caps. Is in uh, all caps to the unknown God. The only God, no, the only wise God who performeth all things. For me, says Lord all caps. That's the Bible salutation to God, the Son. The King James Bible's salutation to God, the Son. To the unknown God, the only wise God who performeth all things for me. Who is now known. Remember? The King James Bible commands the Lord God, the Son of God, to make himself known. All right. There were also there were also these things, an intensive examination into the man, Tommy L. Hart, and his acts, a portrait of the Son of God, which looked just like the man, Tommy L. Hart. Then there were a multitude of questions and commandments and truth was put on display, and then there was Plato's involvement, and all these things say clearly and definitively, the Lord God, the Son, was here with men on the earth, and the name of Lord God, the Son, Tommy L. Hart. Page 25. Plato's involvement. 
Acts 14, verse 12. I'm reading from my book. I'm reading from my book. He was the chief speaker, says Acts 14, 12. That statement raises the question, who is the chief speaker in the King James Bible? The King James Bible has questions having to do with the matter. Second Samuel 7, verse 18. Who am I, O Lord God? Lord, all caps, is asking the Lord God, the Son of God, who am I, O Lord God? Talking to the Son. The Father, talk to the Son. The Father asking the Son the question, who is he, the Father? Clearly that question is addressed to the Lord God, the Son, who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. It is incumbent upon the Lord God, Mr. Hart, uh, to address the question, answer the question, and reveal the knowledge of the chief speaker's identity to the people. Other questions on the matter of the chief speaker's identity. Exodus 5, verse 2, which asks the son, who am I? Again, 29, verse 14, but who am I? It is apparent he wants to be identified. He, the father, wants to be identified. He's asked the son so far three times, who is he? In other words, he's asked the son to identify him, the father. So part of the son's duties were to identify himself, the son, identify the father, which the man Tommy L. Hart has done. The chief speaker gives us information of himself. I'm reading Romans 11, verse 1. The chief speaker says, I am one that bear witness of myself. Acts 10, 26. I myself also am a man. So you want to know what the Lord God was, what Lord all caps was in the King James Bible? He was a man. He said that himself. I am. Myself also am a man. Do you know this? The Bible says about the Lord. It says the Lord sees not as men. He does not see as men. That's what the book says. Now, this is not in my book, okay? I'm just saying this. The Lord seeth not as men seeth. Mm. Okay. And that that applies to the Son as well. He says he goes on to say, John eight verse fourteen, I bear record of myself. Mm-hmm. He just bore record of himself in the preceding statement where he said in Acts 10, 26, I myself also am a man. He said also in bearing record of himself, he says, Romans 11, verse 1, I am one that bear witness of myself. Jonah 1, verse 9, 
the father is talking. He says, I am a Hebrew. Song of Solomon, he says, uh, Song of Solomon 2, verse 5, the father says, I am black, 4015. The father goes on to say, for indeed I was stolen away out of the land of the Hebrews. The Israelites were stolen away out of their own land. <laughs> okay? Many black people were stolen away out of their own land after the Gentiles invaded them, beat them in, in war, and then scattered so many of them in the lands of the Gentiles, those that they did not kill. Or, okay, for indeed I was stolen away. <clears throat> Isaiah 42, verse 8, I am the Lord. That's what this individual is saying, who's saying all these things, Lord all caps. He says, I am the Lord. All caps. It's written in all caps, Lord. Exodus 20, verse 2, he goes on to say, I am the Lord thy God. Okay. He's talking to the son, saying, I am the Lord thy God. Now, the father is dead. Keep this in mind. Still have his word. The Bible itself says, he being dead, yet speaketh. He's dead, but he still speaks by means of his word. He speaks to the Gentiles by means of his word. He speaks to the Son of God by means of his word. He speaks to the people, people, period, by means of his word. So thus, no Psalm 46, verse 10, he goes on to say, Be still and know that I am God. John sixteen thirty three. These things he says have I spoken unto you. This you here is the Son. The Father is speaking to the Son in all these things. John eight verse fifteen. I judge no man, says the Father. You should know by now no man is a moniker, a nickname for the Lord God, the Son of God. No man. John 4, verse 26, I that speak unto thee am he. That's what the Father says to the Son. I that speak unto thee am he. Who is this he then? Who has he said he is? He said he is Lord all caps. He said he is a man. Okay? He said he is black. Okay? At another, I'm reading, at another place, 2 Corinthians eleven twenty-two. he, the Father, says, are they Israelites? He says, so am I. The father says, and he, his claim is, he is an Israelite. His claim is, he is the Lord God. His claim is, he is black. His claim is, he also himself is a man. The God, the Lord God. The father. He says, are they Israelites? He says, so am I. Uh, the chief speaker is very serious about this identity thing. He reveals in his testimony he is black, a Hebrew, a man, the Lord God. Now, let me tell you one thing about the Hebrews and Israelites. This is what I've been teaching for years. <clears throat> 
all Hebrews are black. Uh, I'm trying to get it together. I haven't said it in some time now. Okay. All Hebrew. Okay. All Hebrews are not Israelites. That's it. All Hebrews are not Israelites, but all Israelites are Hebrews. Okay. Let me say it again. All Hebrews are not Israelites, but all Israelites are Hebrews. Okay. He reveals in his testimony he is black, a Hebrew, an Israelite, a man, the Lord God. One stolen away from his homeland, just as the Israelites are, a judge of no man, son of God, and one who is speaking to the son of God by means of the King James Bible. Remember the statement? He says, to the son, I that speak unto thee am he. And asking the Lord God to identify him. Remember the questions? Who am I? Who am I, O Lord God, son of God? Keep in mind, this is about the King James Bible's chief speaker and not its only speaker. Because says he, let me go back to that. Keep in mind that it that this is about the King the King James Bible's chief speaker and not only speaker. Why do I say that in the book? Because you've heard me say that uh, the Gentiles made this statement, this a certain statement. You've heard me say that. It's in the episodes. Okay. The Lord God speaks in the Bible. The Gentiles speak in the Bible as well. Remember I said, and I showed you scriptures where the Gentiles confess their uh, uh, their rebellion against the Lord God. The Gentiles confess their uh, rebellion against the word of God. The Gentiles confess that they have done wickedly and committed iniquity. Yes. The Lord God is not the only speaker. I I see him as being the chief speaker, but not the only speaker in the King James Bible because the Gentiles speak also in the King James Bible. It says he is the Lord, all caps. There is the question, Proverbs 30, verse 9, who is the Lord, all caps? He says he's God. The King James Bible asks, Psalm 18, verse 31, who is God? When the chief speaker is identified, then the Lord God, all caps, will also be identified. But it should be obvious we are dealing with a former God or gods. I say gods because I believe the term Plato is a reference to uh, the the Israelite gods, okay, a reference to the former Israelite gods. That's what I see the term Plato as being. It references the Israelites' former gods. They were men. As the Lord God uh, said about himself, which I just, I just read it, he says, 
I'm also myself am a man. Okay. So there, were, the Israelites had many gods, but there was only one capital G O D. How you see kings and queens and all do, you know, one king at a time, one queen at a time. Okay, but they keep it in the family. So did the Israelite gods do. They kept it in the family of the Israelites. But they were Hebrews as well. Okay. One very significant, I'm reading, one very significant thing the chief speaker has said in testimony is the fact that he or they, as I just explained, the Israelite gods, is a man. And we know that all men die. So we know that this chief speaker is dead. And we also know that the chief speaker still speaks to us by the recorded word in the King James Bible. Hebrews 11 verse 4. By the recorded word, he, chief speaker, being dead, yet speaketh. Gives commandments concerning himself. One, Isaiah 55, verse 6. All, this is speaking to the Son, okay? Seek ye the Lord, all caps, why he may be found. Two, Amos 5, verse 6. Seek the Lord, all caps, and ye shall live. Three, Jeremiah 29, verse 13. Ye shall seek me and find me. Four, Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen and Isaiah forty five verse five, ye shall search for me. <clears throat> I am the Lord all caps. So the speaker asks Lord God, the Son of God, whom seek ye? That's in John. Okay. That's in John. Uh, let's see here, John 18, verse 4, whom seek ye? He answers, he the chief speaker, then answers his own question, saying, in John 18, verse 6, I am he. <clears throat> John four twenty six, I that speak unto thee am he. The demand for the speaker's identity is no small thing. Reading on. The chief speaker has, a, has testified of himself, as I've shown. He has asked questions of himself, as I have shown. He has given commandments of himself uh, to the son to perform, as I showed you. He has done all but reveal his name, that he has left for the son. This requirement in Proverbs chapter 30 must be satisfied. Who? Is the Lord all caps? What is his name and what is his son's name? And I, the Son of God, the Lord God, capital L, lowercase o r d, have uh, provided those things. Reading on, what is Lord all caps' present state? In Romans 7, verse 9, it is written, And I, the Lord all caps, died. What you see in the book here is, it is written, and I died. But the I is a reference 
to the Lord, all caps. Hebrews 11, verse 4 speaks of Lord, all caps. He being dead, yet speaketh. So Lord, all caps, Father and Chief Speaker is dead. King James Bible content. But he yet speaks. Lord, all caps, is the predecessor, and he speaks to his son, Lord God, capital L, lowercase o-r-d, successor. So we have in this book, it speaks of the, the predecessor, God, and the successor, God. The predecessor is dead. Uh, presently, the uh, Lord God, capital L, lowercase o-r-d, son of God, uh, is alive. There to his son, Lord God, successor, by means of the written word in the KJV. There is a father and there is a son. Lord, all caps, references the father, and Lord, capital L, lowercase o-r-d, references the son in the King James Bible. The Lord, all caps, says these words. First Chronicles 28, verse 6, I have chosen him to be my son. The hymn is a reference to Tommy L. Hart, who is found to be the Lord God, the Son of God. I have chosen him to be my son, and I will be his father. There we have the uh, tuition, if you will, uh, the father of the father and the son. Second Samuel 7, verse 14 I will be his, Tommy L. Hart, the Lord God, father. I will be his father, and he shall be my son, says Lord all caps, the father. In Psalm 2, verse 7, Lord all caps says to the son, Tommy L. Hart, thou art my son. We know the son's name is Tommy L. Hart, but what is the name of the father? The question remains, what is the name of the father? Lord, capital, what is the name of the Father, Lord, uh, all caps, to the chase. The name of the Lord, all caps, chief speaker in the King James Bible, and also called Father in the King James Bible, is Plato. Now, I explained moments ago uh, the term Plato. Plato is not just one person. The term Plato uh, symbolizes the, all the Israelites' former gods. Yes, Plato, as in the philosopher Plato, Plato, King James Bible, the chief speaker in the Acts statement saying he was the chief speaker is found to be Plato. This Plato is he of whom it is written, Colossians 1 verse 16, all things were created by him. In my understanding, the term Plato is a representation of the former Israelite gods. There was only one Lord God at a time. It is important that you keep that in mind. We learn with this knowledge a very significant fact. The Israelite's God has resurfaced in the man, the son, Tommy L. Hart. The fulfiller, Tommy L. Hart, has fulfilled the King James Bible's obligation of answering questions surrounding the identity 
of Lord God, all caps, and the King James Bible's chief speaker. We now know the father's name and the son's name. Plato is the father and predecessor, and Tommy L. Hart is the son and fulfiller of the father's will. Remember the question in the above and intense examination section regarding them. Plato, in his dialogue, Gorgias, asks, will he, the son, answer our questions? Then, in the same dialogue, Plato says about the Son of God, indeed, to answer questions of his, the son's, exhibition. So, Plato, the former gods, speaks speak of the son uh, in the dialogues under Plato. The dialogues under the name Plato. The dialogues speak the son. The dialogues speak to the sons, to the son. And the dialogue in the dialogues you'll find that they speak uh about the son, to the son. Um okay. They speak to and about the son, the dialogues, under the name Plato. This condensation of a much larger work, I'm reading again, to get all the facts regarding the issues spoken of, go to blogtalkradio.com slash lawmaster and click on episodes. You can look for episodes with Plato in the title. Also, at Amazon Bookstore, Mr. Hart has many books Uh the Prodigy series, okay, showing the close, strong, and visible relationship between Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content. Please make your purchase. Now, I'm going to stop here at the top of page 28. And do that. Go to uh, Amazon Bookstore, uh, search Tommy L. Miller Initial. Part uh, Prodigy or The Prodigy. Tommy L. Hart, The Prodigy. P R O D I G Y. All right, do that. And uh, follow me on Twitter. Always make Lawmaster Archive your dwelling place. And as I said last time, reminding you of what the Bible says by the truth, by purchase the truth. Where do you find truth? You find truth in Lawmaster Archive. You, you find truth in my books. Okay? Buy the truth and kiss the sun. Join me next time.